Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Tian. Now, it's all about digital assets today. Founded in 2017, our guest is Singtel-backed startup Signum, which touts itself as the world's first regulated digital asset bank. Now, the company was awarded with its Swiss Banking and Securities Dealer License back in 2019 by the Swiss Financial Market Supervisory Authority, better known as FINMA. Now, while the firm is not licensed as a bank here in Singapore, its Singapore arm Signum Singapore operates under a capital markets service license from the MAS to help accredited and institutional investors tap digital market or digital asset markets. And more recently, it also received in-principle approval of the major payments institutional license from the MAS. Now, what that means simply is that it is a move to position the firm to provide regulated crypto brokerage service in future. Now, quite a lot of jargons to go through, but at the heart of our conversation is this big question, what exactly are the products and services provided? How how do they differ by geography given the licenses? So for more, I have with me Gerald Go, co-founder and CEO of Signum Singapore. Gerald, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Tian It's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you on board. And let's talk a little bit more about Signum. It calls itself the world's first mm-hmm. regulated digital asset bank. But as far as I understand, your banking license is awarded in Switzerland. Signum is not a bank here in Singapore. How would you then define your value proposition, the services you provide and your business model in layman terms? Great. Those are great questions, Tian Tian. In a nutshell, I would describe Signum as a fully regulated, digital asset-focused financial institution. We service institutional investors, corporate clients, high net worth individuals, as well mm. as other financial institutions globally. And we empower them to own and manage their digital assets, including cryptocurrencies, mm. with complete peace of mind. If I may... When my three other co-founders and I conceptualized Signum, uh, now nearly six Mm. years ago, uh, it was based on three core beliefs. First, that digital assets, uh, including cryptocurrencies, uh, were here to stay. And that's something that we continue to believe uh, till today. Secondarily, um, whilst the asset class has had its origins as, uh, you know, a... Mm. As avenue yeah. for yeah, for hobbyists and yep. uh, and as a sort of a bit of a fringe investment, mm. uh, we've always believed that it would eventually find its way to mainstream adoption, and the only way that we could achieve that was by catalyzing uh, institutional investor interest and and uh, investment. Thirdly, and finally, mm. our core belief uh, is that rather than try to um, avoid regulation or pretend that it doesn't exist for this nascent asset class, we've always sought to work hand in glove with the leading regulators in the top traditional financial hubs, financial hubs like Singapore, Switzerland and others, in order to first obtain Mm. uh, all the necessary licenses and approvals before we offered a single product or service to market. Mm. It is on this third belief uh, that I that I think, you know, uh, that is the the belief that we have to emphasize regulatory observance and compliance that I think has really defined us and our role Mm. in the ecosystem. And just a very quick clarification before we move on, you've mentioned about this a couple of times, digital assets, including cryptocurrencies. So what exactly do digital assets entail? Yeah, uh, digital assets is really a catch-all term uh, for a whole category of different investment products. 
Um, I think for us, it simply breaks down into three broad categories. The first is cryptocurrencies, which has captured the public uh, imagination and no surprise given the level of volatility and the cast of characters in the space. The second area of digital assets, the second component, is really um, what we would consider to be real-world asset Mm. tokens or security tokens. Mm. So these are digital representations of um, securities, of funds or um, assets. And the final category would be stable coins, which are Mm. um, effectively digital currencies that are typically pegged to a fiat currency. Right, and let's talk a little bit more about your global footprint, Gerald, because uh, Signum is regulated in Switzerland and Singapore, Abu Dhabi, as well as Luxembourg. So take us through your presence in the various markets. Which is the most important geographical market for the firm at a group level? Yeah, I think uh, obviously all our markets are important to us and we serve clients in, in each and every market that we operate. However, Singapore and Switzerland have a special place uh, in our hearts. It's where um, we were you know, conceptualized and where we were dually incorporated uh, in 2018. So uh, from Signal's perspective, we operate out of these two hubs or headquarters. And from there, we serve our broader regions of Asia from Singapore and mm. Europe from Switzerland. Mm, okay, and let's talk a little bit more about Singapore. Signum Singapore, as far as we understand, it operates under this uh, capital markets services license from the MAS and is mm-hmm. specifically targeted at accredited and institutional investors. What exactly are the services that you provide right here? That's right. Well, uh, double-clicking on the capital market services license, here in Singapore, we're regulated for four activities, asset management, corporate finance advisory, dealing in capital market product, as well as custodial services. Uh, in addition, as you pointed out, we have mm. an in-principle approval pending. Now, uh, to put it simply, what do these, asset, what do these regulations allow us to, to do? Uh, on the asset management front, we um, manage a number of funds uh, with a very specific digital asset focus. So, for example, we have a venture capital fund that we are co-managers alongside our partners, SBI, as well as Azimut. And there we are really looking to invest in equity in Web3-focused startups that are focused on building next-generation infrastructure to support the broader adoption of digital currencies, uh, digital assets. So that's one aspect. On the other side, we have uh, corporate finance advisory where we are working with issuers, also traditional companies, to raise capital for them uh, in a combination of traditional securities. So these are equities or debt Mm. instruments hybridized with blockchain-based securities or blockchain-based assets, for example, NFTs or um, utility tokens. Mm. So raising funds using both securities and money, the dollars and cents, also NFTs at the same time. And let's talk about your in-principle approval for the major payments institution license back in June. That is a move that could pave a way for Signum to offer digital token brokerage Mm -hmm. services. Uh, What do we mean by that exactly? And what is your bigger plan for Singapore? So um, I think that's also uh, worth clarifying. So unlike an exchange, uh, we are a broker dealer, meaning on one side, we face liquidity providers um, who who stream us uh, on a 24-7 basis, uh, Mm. bid and asks uh, on various uh, tokens that we will offer for trading. On the other side, we face our clients and we really sit in between and we match buyer and seller and we ensure best what we call best execution so that the client mm. always gets the best price uh, available. 
Uh, and that's, that differs from an exchange model where there's a concept of market making, also proprietary capital that might be in play. Um, we think this is a, a you know a, a, you know a very um, interesting and differentiated yep. solution for clients. And specifically to your question about the role of Singapore in the broader Signum Group, as I described earlier, you know Singapore is is a, a home and a, and a headquarter for us, and uh, we see this as a uh, just another continued expansion of the breadth of our regulated financial service offerings um, in this market. Hmm. And taking a step back to look at the wider business environment, Gerald, I believe you spoke with Bloomberg sometime back mm-hmm. uh, where you said that your Swiss bank is seeing a spike in interest from prospective clients amid this year's US banking crisis. You are also seeing strong demand for crypto transactions by fund houses, family offices against this backdrop. Why is this the case? Yeah. So I think importantly, Tian Tian, um, on the uh, you know the broader mark- macro environment side, uh, there's been a retreat from riskier assets, and I think in that regard, digital assets, especially cryptocurrencies, um, are no different. And so, uh, what we're seeing right now at the bank level is not uh, an interest, uh, increased interest to to, in- to invest or to speculate on digital currencies. What we're seeing is um, existing corporate clients or funds who have crypto exposure or have uh, crypto incorporated into their... Um, and they really require access to basic um, banking services, mm. services like transaction banking, payments, custodial services. Uh, and, and it's really those types of clients that um, are heading over to the bank and, and, and establishing accounts because these services are still in very short supply globally. Mm. I think we expect that, uh, you know, with the improving uh, macroeconomic conditions, yeah. that uh, there will be, um, you know, in, uh, a resumption of the um, wealth management aspects or the investment aspects in digital assets, including cryptocurrencies mm. um, yeah, in the near future. Right. And I believe you told uh, Bloomberg, you gave them a magic number. Assets <laughs> under administration stood at 3 billion Swiss francs or about 3.3 billion US dollars as at the end of May for your Swiss bank. Uh, what are we looking at right now and how will your Singapore business boost top lines in the coming year? Yeah. So I'm very happy to report that we continue to see um, an increase in our asset base. Uh, so you mentioned uh, that three, the magical 3 billion number. I'm Happy to report it's now closer to 3.2 billion. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, uh, over the course of the second quarter, um, we increase our uh, assets under administration, we call it, by more than half a billion US dollars uh, at the group level. Um, now, the majority of these assets are um, coming in at our Swiss bank level. And in Singapore, um, because of our emphasis on asset management and advisory, uh, the, the growth has been less robust. However, uh, as we anticipate with also mm. the, the arrival of our, you know, uh, hopefully soon, uh, major payment institutions license, we expect more contribution uh, from our Singapore entity. Mm. And I want to segue to this uh, quite interesting here. Signum has done some projects surrounding the tokenization of paintings from the likes of Picasso. You're also helping startups raise capital using digital tokens. Uh, briefly tell, take us through that. Yeah, I think the Picasso tokenization is a, one of the aspects of real-world asset tokenization that I described earlier. So basically, uh, we took this $4 million, uh, and, and and change um, 
Picasso painting and we fractionalized it into 6,000 digital tokens. And then we made those tokens available for sale as well as trading on our secondary marketplace in Switzerland. And uh, you know, happy to report also that we've actually completed the full life cycle. So after the tokens were issued, uh, they were traded, and then finally um, we were able to achieve a sale of the physical painting, and the token holders were able to uh, then generate an investment return of twenty percent um, uh, IRR mm. for the course of their of their uh, investment. And I think it's a great example of how um, the blockchain technology can help to enable investors to invest in paintings that, or artworks or even other sorts of illiquid assets that they might not otherwise have been able to afford you know, an entire piece of. Mm. So this, what we call democratization of access to alternative investments, I think we've proven it out um, with this specific example. Mm. So yep. should I answer the other question on the... Sure, sure, please go ahead. Okay, yeah, and I think... As I mentioned, real-world asset tokenization is, is really fascinating. We're very happy to be involved in, in, in it with a, with a number of clients. On the other hand, um, the use case of tokenization to facilitate capital raising for startups, in particular those that are uh, addressing Web3 pain points or have you know, um, those kind of aspirations, I think is another exciting area that uh, the team and I in Singapore are focused on. Mm. And Gerald, I have about one to one and a half minutes to go. Okay. And, I, and I really want to pose you this question, which has to do with your Series B funding last year. You raised $120 million, putting a valuation at over $1 billion. Any future mm-hmm. funding plans in sight or future plans for the rest of this year? Yeah, very coincidentally, Tian Tian, we are actually in the midst of our, our most recent uh, current fundraising round now, I should say. And we actually recently had a successful first closing at about the halfway mark. We're very happy that uh, in spite what is a, a very challenging macro environment uh, for fundraising right now, um, not just for Signa, but for all startups, we were able to maintain our valuation. And uh, in fact, um, this was on the basis of uh, our continued strong operational and financial performance. Uh, one uh, particular fact that uh, we, we really... Um, uh, want to like uh, yeah. just amplify is the mm-hmm. fact that you know we, we at every funding round we invite our team members to come on board as you know personal investors as well mm-hmm. and we were able to bring on board uh, 21 uh, new team members uh, as co-owners of the firm so right. yeah on the fundraising front I think we're doing Okay, we expect to be closing out our funding round by the end of the year. Exciting days indeed and looking forward to what's coming. Uh, thanks a lot, Gerald. That was Gerald Go, co-founder and CEO of Signum Singapore. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Thank you, Tian Tian. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.